Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Joey from the So Wizard Podcast. Proud members of the Pulse Podcast Networks. Tix Blitz is the official ticket provider of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check it out. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TixFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TixFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. Hey, this is Joe from Dinner Podcast, and that's so wizard. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 238 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Eternal peace is probably overrated. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. What is going on, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. And this week, we've got a very special guest, rough, rugged, and raw, straight out of the streets of Rhode Island. (laughs) The man, the myth, the legend, the creator and artist of Sour Grapes comic strip, Mr. Tim Jones. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's fantastic to have you here, Tim. We love your comic strip. We love seeing you at all the conventions. And now you're stuck in our family. Thank you very much. The check's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So this week on a very special So Wizard podcast, we're going to talk a little bit of news, and then we're going to take a look at the newest television series on Netflix, The Umbrella Academy. Before we get into that, how is everyone doing? Let's go around the room. We'll start with our guest, Tim. How the hell are you, Tim? I'm doing fantastic. Just a, uh, a slow day today. Just kind of sat in the couch for most of the day and uh, just dreaming up uh, this week's episode and deciding what I'm going to have for dinner after this. <laughs> Excellent. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Sour Grapes? Yeah, Sour Grapes is a uh, self-syndicated comic strip, meaning uh, it's all my phone calls. It's in uh, 23 newspapers right down Rhode Island, Mass., and California. And uh, it's about a, a dog named Aesop. He's a miserable flying dog. And um, with his friends and his odd friends in the in the comic strip. And it's all about 
them living in a problematic world and um, all of them dealing with it and Aesop dealing with his friends and the problems that they are going through. So it's a relatable comic strip, I think, and uh, it's doing really well. And I'm happy to, uh, to be here talking to you about it. Yeah, you know, awesome. Tim, I've been meaning to ask you, dude, how are those characters like based on friends of yours of like people that you actually know? Um, they all kind of came out of me. Okay. Funnily enough. But I, I, a lot of people tell me Aesop's me miserable. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Maddie's my nerd self. He's a, a um, not so bright astrophysicist nerd. Uh, can't find a girlfriend, which was me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, kept getting rejected. Constance is a part of me because I have um, a wife and two daughters, so I bring that out of her. She's a 16-year-old basic brat of a 16-year-old girl who (laughs) thinks the world revolves around her. And um, Slice is the bear, and he's just the opposite of what Sour Grapes is about. He's annoyingly positive and wants to give everybody a hug. So that's all of them, and they kind of came out of me. Nice, nice. And if people wanted to check out these these uh, strips that you're doing every week, where can they find them at? Well, you can go to my my uh, website, sourgrapescomic.com, um, and you can see the links to all my social media. And um, I'm on Facebook. You can go to uh, Sour Grapes Comic on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook. Just look for my my funny face on uh, Tim Jones and. Um, uh, Instagram is uh, Sour Grapes 2017, and uh, Twitter is Sour Grapes Comic. I think that's everything. Nice, nice. <laughs> and we'll uh, I'll link that in the show notes for you guys too, so you can check it out. It's really good. So, oh, cool. Thank you. No problem. So, Aubrey, how are you? We missed you last week. I missed you guys too. But you didn't have to go see Alita Battle Angel, so maybe you didn't miss us. <laughs> But instead, I saw How to Train Your Dragon 3 this week. Oh, okay. How was which that? Wasn't, it wasn't too bad, actually. It was kind of sad. That, don't, don't spoil it. I haven't watched the X. I got to refresh my... Uh, I got to watch the first two and get back in the mood. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Except um, for the part at the end where... <laughs> <laughs> Noah really liked it. There was a part... Again, it was really sad at, at one point, and uh, Noah got really upset. But he came around... It was really funny because you, you see the commercials for it and Noah kept telling everybody he's been waiting for it for like two or three months. But he keeps telling everybody he's like, Toothless falls in love and gets married. <laughs> and so during the part where he meets the Light Fury, he goes, guess I told you, guess Toothless is in love. Guess he got married. <laughs> <laughs> the smart kid, he should be writing movies. I don't know. He, he, and it's just so funny the way he says it. Guess I knew it. Guess they got in love. And he can't even say, like, they fell in love, they got in love. <laughs> Guess they got in love. They got married. We're trying to convince him that you can't talk during the movies either, and he, he refuses to listen to that. So Yeah, don't listen to that. You talk all you want through the movies, Noah. <laughs> yeah, like during uh, Lego Movie 2 with the heart bombs. Yep. Uh, they had thrown the heart, and he goes, "It's a bomb!" And then <laughs> they found out it was a bomb. I was like, "No, <laughs> let everybody find out. <laughs> Don't spoil it while we're at the movie." But it, it was fun. Awesome. How about you, Mark? What's going on? 
Uh, nothing much, man. I've just been watching a lot of movies, getting ready for the Oscars. Uh, I wound up watching all of the short animated features and the short live action features, live action shorts. You guys are out of control with this stuff. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Hey. You might you might not realize this about me, even though we've been doing this show for almost five years. I love movies. I know Damn. it's hard to believe. It's kind of a shock, but I actually <laughs> do love movies. Um, I will say this year, man. I'm as I'm watching all of these short films. Each one was about a kid in danger for some reason. Uh-oh. So, which is you know, you want to see who's going to be next on deck. You want to see these filmmakers while they're making their small films before they jump into the big leagues. You know, get a sense of who's like who's the next up and coming like talent. You know what I mean? But each one of these filmmakers wants to make a movie about putting a little kid in danger. The first one was about a kid being kidnapped. Second one was about two kids playing in a field that had like kind of like concrete, uh, like quicksand. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but after about four movies of seeing kids in danger, I'm just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to watch Disney movies for the rest of the year. I was going to go see How to Train Your Dragon, but if it's if that's going to be sad too, maybe I'll just cross that off the list. It's sad for me. You might you might be able to handle it though. So yeah, I watched uh, I watched a bunch of movies getting ready for the Oscars, and that's it. That's pretty much what I've been doing. Nice, nice. I wish I had something exciting to tell you about what I've been doing, but all I've been doing is working and sleeping. Yep, <laughs> that's it. It's been a rough week at work, and I'm not going to go into it. But man, I'm tired. But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, You'll also find movie reviews from yours truly. You'll find some Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our T-shirts and uh, look good while you're representing the show. Uh, Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on that big A. You do your Amazon shopping. You receive your products. And that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show here. Uh, You can also find our social media links on the website. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. So go ahead and click it and get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can also stream our show through Spotify. Uh, Another great way to support our show is through our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast. By just donating a small amount, you can receive extra SoWizard content exclusively. Uh, Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all over the world. Back to you, Joey. Take it or leave it, losers. <laughs> all right. And as always, we're proud members of the Pulse Podcast Network. But all that being said, let's get into the news. Mark Ellis, drop it like it's hot, and let's talk nerdy news. Yo, pump it up. All right. So this week in nerdy news, we have a couple of uh, Netflix announcements that's going on. Uh, the trailer dropped this week for the new Motley Crue biopic called The Dirt. Uh, that's going to be premiering on Netflix on March 22nd. Uh, we got our look at uh, some of the shenanigans that went on with Motley Crue based on their famous book. Uh, the only thing I really caught from this was that Machine Gun Kelly is playing one of them, which is 
which is kind of strange, considering his uh, stellar performance in Bird Box. Uh, but I don't know. I'm I'm somewhat of a Motley Crue fan. I know somewhere in my 45 collection there's a copy of Wild Side in there buried. Uh, but I I've never like listened. To, I never bought any of their other albums. Uh, but I'm interested to see what this pick is all about. So uh, let's go around the room and see what you guys thought of the trailer. Let's start with let's start with Aubrey. I mean, I don't mind Motley Crue. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be okay. It'd be kind of cool. But it's not something that I'm like overly excited about. Mm. That's something I'm dying to see. I think that Tommy Lee is a fucking idiot. But, you know, to each his own. All right. All right. All right. Let's go to our special guest, Tim. Tim, are you a big Motley Crue fan? What do you think of uh, this uh, biopic coming out? Well, I was a fan in high school. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, I mean, they've been around for so long and stuff and, um, I think they've had their time and, um, you know, some of their songs are good that, you know, um, shout out the devil was a great album, uh, theater of pain sucked. And, <laughs> um, you know, some of their latter stuff, you know, the kickstart my heart and all when those songs came out were great, but, you know, it, it might be interesting to see a biopic because, They've been through a lot, all the drugs and and uh, Nikki Six almost dying because of it, and all those stories and stuff. So, you know, it might be interesting. I I I didn't I haven't seen the trailer for it yet, but um, you know, I I'd be interested in seeing it. I wouldn't go out of my way to see it, but all right. uh, maybe, maybe a rainy day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily it's going to be on Netflix, so you don't have to travel far to check it out. So Joey, I'm I'm yeah. sure I'm sure you're the Motley Crue fan of the group. What did you think <laughs> of this trailer, dude? Um, yeah, I do like Motley Crue actually quite a bit. I had a Motley Crue sweatshirt when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 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 kind of excited. Um, I, I just I don't know. I mean, what is what's the movie even going to be about? I mean, yeah, they partied really hard, so that's like what the movie's about. <laughs> Like just them partying, I guess. Yeah, the, I the, the rise of one of the most popular rock bands of the 80s. You know, maybe they were, maybe it's going to be like um, the NWA movie, Straight Outta Compton movie. Maybe it's going to be like that, but on a, on a much smaller budget. <laughs> I know uh, Vince Neil was in that car accident that killed the uh, lead singer of Hanoi Rocks. Jesus, so maybe that, really? That'll be a, yeah. Holy shit. That'll be a big one. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to watch it for the podcast, but. You know, I, I, I just all of a sudden there's all these biopics of uh, bands coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's it ran out of things to uh, write about. It's Bohemian Rhapsody's fault, I think. It, because everybody wants to be as great as Bohemian Rhapsody, and they just can't. Right. They right. can't. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. And hey, good friend of the podcast, Joshua Mickle, is in this movie. That's right. That's right. We had him on his show right before he flew down to start filming his scenes in it. So we're definitely going to watch it to shout him out. Of course. So cautiously, in- it I guess cautiously interested. It could be really interesting or it could be really stupid. We'll have to see. Well, it's got Machine Gun Kelly in a lead part. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. He's playing Tommy Lee. Oh, that's kind. Of, no, that's almost There's perfect. There's a then. fucking match. <laughs> Who's playing Pamela Anderson? Is what I want. To yeah, exactly. I know. Where are they going to find like a a big boob blonde chick in California to play Pamela Anderson? <laughs> I don't know. Dolly Parton. <laughs> I mean, what's their name? Courtney Stodden. Just get her in there. That chick that married like that dude that's twice her age. Oh Jesus! Yeah. 
I don't even know who that is. What are you talking about? Yeah, good Pam Anderson. Look her up. Courtney. To Google. Some some Google. Some guy that was on Lost for a while married his sixteen year old girl and her parents were totally cool with it. <laughs> it was like years ago. Yeah. They got divorced recently though. Oh, it didn't work they out. They stayed together for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Imagine how annoying you must be if you're like 16 and some creepy guy wants to marry you and your parents are like, yeah, that's great. Get out. <laughs> Made her I famous. I had that in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you, you dreamed a creepy guy came to marry you? <laughs> it might have been. I'm not sure. It's a dark time in my life. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be talking about the Motley Crue movie when it comes out next month. All right. So then in other... And other Netflix biopic news, uh, looks like we're getting a, a movie based on a few years in the life of Hulk Hogan. Jesus, Joey, have you been writing letters to Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a Netflix movie directed by Todd Phillips, hot off of the Joker movie. Uh, this is, movie is going to be all about the rise of Hulkamania. Uh, probably they're going to steer away from the uh, sex tape scandal and racist remarks towards the end of his career, hopefully. Uh, but... And weird incest with his daughter. Oh, I, I didn't even know about that. So, yeah, so Chris Hemsworth, Thor himself, will be Hulk Hogan. Let's go around the room and see what we think about this. Let's uh, start with our guest, Tim. How do you feel about Hulkamania starring Thor? Um, ew. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Let me start with Chris Hemsworth will always be Thor to me. Yep. I think that's his great role. Um, hated him in the Ghostbusters movie. And I can't believe he's going to be in Men in Black. But and on top of that, this I, I just I know I sound really Debbie Downer on this, but I just I just don't want this. I don't I really don't care <laughs> mm-hmm. about Hulk Hogan. I mean, I watched him when I was a kid and, and stuff. And uh, but I just. Yeah, I, I just I just don't see it as a good thing. I think it sounds like they're getting starting to reach for mm. stuff to do biopics on. All right, all right fair enough. Uh, Joey, you're a big uh, wrestling fan, so how do you feel about Thor playing Hulk Hogan? Well, you know something, Mark <laughs> Ellis. I'm not a big fan of the Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my little 12-year-old heart broke that day. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. I know you're supposed to be able to separate the person from the art. That's a tough one. <laughs> yep. That was very, very, very disappointing. So I don't know. I, of course, I'll watch this. I love wrestling. You know, as a kid, I used to love Hulk Hogan until he got really stale. And then I was happy when he lost to uh, Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. And he is in my favorite wrestling match of all time when he faced the Rock at WrestleMania. Man, it is tough. To go back now and be like, oh, yeah, Hulk Hogan is also a fucking racist asshole. <laughs> <sighs> and weird. He's like banging his friend's wife on the camera. Like, what was that all about? Like, what's happening? Maybe it's better. It was better when I was like six and you didn't know any of this stuff. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Hulk Hogan's cool. He's on TV. And then you don't think about it till next week when they're on TV. Again. <laughs> you didn't have the Internet. But mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I'm sure we'll watch it for the show. I'm, I'm, it's fine. I, I'm, it's really weird casting. And it's hard when you do these biopics because some people are just so like the person is ingrained in your brain. So like I can't think of Chris Helmsworth 
in makeup playing Hulk Hogan. I just can't do it. I don't know who the hell would play Hulk Hogan. They have to find some like unknown or something, but I, I don't know. I just can't see him in the role. I'm sure they'll be able to, uh, I'm sure they'll be able to make it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Aubrey, what about you? What do you think of uh, Thor as the Hulkster? God, I don't want to see this movie, and I know you guys are going to make me see it. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to see it? <laughs> no. No. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> it's going to be awful. Oh, God, it's going to be awful. I think it's going to be terrible. I don't know why Chris Hemsworth would have agreed to do this. He can make that Thor money. Why? <laughs> uh, I I like Chris Hemsworth. I think he's actually really, really good. And a lot of people, you know, they think of him as Thor. And you have to remember, not a lot of people really love that first Thor movie and even less like the second Thor movie. So he's kind of like... Mouth. <laughs> and actually there is a handful of people that really don't like ragnarok too so you know he's what? yeah what? They're, they're out there so yeah uh, you know even with him playing thor he's not across the board beloved like by everyone like uh robert downey jr is so yeah anything that else he can do you know and he knows he's not gonna have that that thor physique for for many more years so yeah i think this is perfect casting i think he's a perfect goofball uh i think he has good comedy and drama, uh, or dramatic chops when he needs it. And uh, Todd Phillips, you know, he did the first Hangover, which is pretty good. Uh, uh, word is still out on how the Joker is going to fare, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's on Netflix, so it can't be that. It's not going to be that difficult to to really watch it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you got to go out and spend sixteen bucks and watch it on the on the big screen. So it's fine. Okay. All right. So then, in news that isn't isn't Netflix related, uh, John Krasinski, the the star of The Office, Jim Halpert himself, uh, made a little movie called The Quiet Place, or called A Quiet Place, uh, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, and a low-budget monster movie starring his wife, Emily Blunt. Uh, made a lot of money, did pretty well. Uh, not his first time behind a camera, but definitely a more secured, or definitely more established uh, job he did with that one. So immediately, since that movie made so much money, they want to make a part two, they didn't know if uh, he was going to come back to help write or direct it. He did sign on to write it, and we just got word this week that he is coming back to direct A Quiet Place 2, T-O-O, or A Quieter Place. I don't know. I'm not sure what they're going to call it, but Krasinski is back. So, Joey, how do you feel about John, Big John, Big John K coming back to the director's chair? Um, I would have to see the first one before <laughs> I, I can get excited about this one, so... Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's really quiet, and there's monsters. <laughs> it takes place in a place, and it's quiet. <laughs> I never saw it. I was I was interested in seeing it, and then I was like, all right, well, I'll get – and we didn't do it on the show, so I didn't run out and see it. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe me and my daughter uh, Janine will go see it. And then she went and saw it without me with her friends. Oh, but I can't believe a, a teenage daughter would do that. Well, <laughs> exactly, and I was like – Oh, and then next thing I, and you know, the way my life is, it's like with my job being third shift and everything, I just blink and like three weeks have gone by. Right. <laughs> and next thing I knew, like I was out of sight, out of mind, I had other movies to see and it was too late. So eventually it'll be on like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or something. 
Well, with any luck, you'll be sitting in a theater and they'll play the trailer for part two and they'll show totally spoil part one. So say it'll be like happy death <laughs> yeah. day too with the trailers like, hey, guys, remember in the first movie where <laughs> this happened at the end? <laughs> You're like, what? I haven't even watched that yet. There you go. It literally was just came out on Amazon Prime and then <laughs> the trailer just ruins the whole movie. Uh, I still, you know what, Joey, I meant to tell you before, I saw uh, Happy Death Day to you and it's really good. I really think you will like both of them. I think there's enough uh, there's enough Joey comedy in there for you to enjoy, I think. I got to, um, it's, it's in the queue. There you go. I'm trying to get make Janine watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows, so that's probably the next thing I'll watch. There you go. That's good. Anyway. All right. So, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I, okay. Is Emily Blunt going to be in it? Yes. She will be back. All right. I'm in. <laughs> Done. All right, Tim, what about you, man? Did you see A Quiet Place, and how do you feel about a sequel to that uh, quote-unquote masterpiece? No, I didn't. Is is there is there a superhero that comes to beat up the monsters <laughs> in the movie? Uh, in a way, kind of. Uh, no, I didn't see it. I don't really do scary movies. Ah, I'm kind of like afraid me neither. I'm like afraid to see them. Me too. I mean, We're gonna the, be best friends. Only movie I've ever seen that's angry. I mean, <laughs> that's angry. That's um scary. Was the uh, 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 the sixth sense. Okay, yeah, that that's borderline. That's borderline. Yeah, that's not really scary. <laughs> well, I thought the movie was about six pennies at first. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, how bad can this be? Obviously, a low budget movie. No, but I've never seen it, and I don't know if if I want to see it. Probably not. And uh, so, overall answer is no. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Yeah, we're striking out on this one, Mark. That, that, that's Sorry. right. That's right. I'm gonna, so I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Aubrey, <laughs> did you see A Quiet Place? I did. What? We oh, reviewed it. What? Oh, hold on. We reviewed it. <laughs> I thought we reviewed it. Why did I see it? <laughs> you just saw it. It had nothing to do with us. Oh, look at that. I guess I just saw it. <laughs> right on. Okay, so without spoiling the ending of it, uh, are you excited for a second one? And are you excited that Jim Halpert is coming back to direct it? I like, so I think why I did see it was because John Krasinski was in it. And mm-hmm. um, me and Josh really liked The Office. I think that's why I decided to see it. It wasn't as scary as other horror movies. I don't know if I would really find it to be a horror movie. It's almost like a thriller, and thrillers I'm okay with. Horror movies I'm not. If it could if it could happen in real life, I'm not gonna be able to handle it. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna make a second one. I don't see how they could continue that and have it be good. I think that they did a great job with the first one, and they should have just left it like that, because I think a second one is being made purely out of demand, and the story doesn't really warrant a second one. Hmm. All right. All it's right. uh, it's going to be about being loud. It's a loud place. <laughs> so without uh, without giving anything away, without giving away how the movie ends, there I think there's plenty of space for a sequel to this because the first one you have to kind of think of it like the first Alien movie, and the second one would have to be like James Cameron's Aliens, just bigger, badder, more intense. So uh, this will be a quiet places. A qu- <laughs> A quiet world. That's what they'll call it. Not a quiet place. Oh, a quiet town. 
as I call it. And then the and third then one when they be, have the direct video spinoff that takes place in the inner city. It'll be of quiet places. <laughs> <laughs> be the, a quiet hoods. What is he? <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited that Krasinski wants to come back because usually when you make a movie like this, kind of a standalone, where you pour your heart, your blood, sweat, and tears, and throw your wife in there too, that's it. Like you know, you wipe your hands of it, you're done. Uh, but the fact that he's coming back to kind of captain the ship, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. So, hey man, private school's not cheap. So. <laughs> that's right. He's getting he's getting those office residuals and that that Jack Ryan money, so he's good. He's good. Do you remember that Mark at uh, the Golden Globes one year when I think it was De Niro, Robert right? De Niro won some award and then he just like started bitching about how people hate all his new movies and he only makes them because he has to pay for his kids' school. <laughs> yep. So like, you didn't see Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> he's all mad. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So then, in the last bit of news, uh, we were talking a little bit about this before. Uh, Disney, not that they own the rights to Star Wars, they wanted to make some Star Wars spinoffs. And they kicked the whole thing off with Rogue One, which was, I think, was an amazing movie, despite the behind-the-scenes technical Fantastic. difficulties. Uh, they followed it up with Solo, which, again, behind-the-scenes issues, but I still think the movie's it's solid enough. Uh, but since it didn't do too well, that kind of puts all of their other movies in jeopardy. So, the chatter of an Obi-Wan movie kind of died out relatively quickly but with the Disney streaming service suddenly the rumor has come back up that they might be doing an Obi-Wan TV show uh, six episodes probably uh, direct to the Disney streaming app which if they can get Ewan McGregor back for six episodes I am I mean I'm already gonna get the Disney streaming app regardless but uh, an Obi-Wan miniseries yes all yes uh, so Tim are you a Star Wars fan, and how do you feel about an Obi Wan spinoff TV show? Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan, but yeah, that would be that would be completely awesome. I'd, I'd rather see them, you know, six episodes instead in, instead of like a movie mm-hmm. on that. I think they could do a, a hell of a lot more than that with that. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 into it big time. Nice, nice. All right, Aubrey, what about you? I want to have to pay money. <laughs> You're not going to get the Disney streaming app regardless anyway? I'm going to get it. It all depends. We'll see. You're getting it. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> I'm going to be pissy when I get it, but sick of spending money. Right? Do you think the Obi-Wan TV show would be a enticing enough event for you to want to get the streaming service? Yeah, I mean, it'll probably be cool. Yeah. Maybe I can get Josh to buy it for me. There you go. There you go. Bat those pretty blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. All right, Joey, what about you, man? How do you feel about uh, Obi-Wan, the TV show? Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exciting stuff, man. I, You know what really sucks, though, is that I think Solo would have been better as a TV show. Oh, you damn right. You could have done, like, multiple seasons with different adventures. You could have done a Obi-Wan movie. But then a solo TV show. To right, right. But, I mean, I'm all in on Disney streaming anyway, and now this makes it even better. So I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, even whatever problems I've had with the prequels. I think uh, he was great. And it's kind of a cool, unexplored little part of the expanded universe of 
Because I mean, we we all know Obi. There's no way Obi Wan just sat in that one room and stared at a wall for 40 years, <laughs> waiting for Luke to show up. So he must have been doing something. So I'm sure whatever he was doing was at least interesting enough to power six episodes of a TV show. Yep, yep. I'm sure, and they're creative enough. They're doing a Mandalorian TV show. They're doing the uh, Rogue One prequel, the Caspian TV show. So you know they have a team in place and they have money. So finding a, a six episode story arc for you and McGregor, I'm sure that that won't be a problem. Well, they'll probably just take whatever they were going to do for the movie and flesh it out a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I thought I saw them, they finished um, filming The Mandalorian or the other one, The Caspian. I thought I saw that. Uh, Yeah, they finished The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Mm, So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, The Star Wars celebration is coming up in April too, so I'm sure they're going to announce some names, probably show a little footage, probably make it official if uh if the obi-wan show is going to happen that's probably where they'll they will announce it so uh yeah star wars celebration in april that should be cool yeah they're rumoring to uh be taking a lot of stuff from solo into this obi-wan series so there's rumors of uh what's her name from game of thrones being in it yeah kira yeah buddy (laughs) and uh darth maul and and stuff with black sun so Mm -hmm. could be cool could be cool Dude, that would be so awesome if they can work in some of the Rebels characters, too, in there yep. a little bit. Oh, my God. Come on. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for the news. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll be back after these quick messages, and then we'll talk all about the Umbrella Academy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research and podcastinsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time, marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. All right, so we are back and ready to rock and roll, talking about the newest series based on the Dark Horse comic book, The Umbrella Academy from Netflix. Every one of us had a chance to watch at least some of it. Uh, Aubrey, you said you finished it? I did. I finished the whole series. Holy shit. I know. Tim, you finished it, or you're close? No, I actually just finished it about a half an hour ago before I came on. <laughs> yes. That's what I meant by I was on the couch. My wife and I just said, you know what? Because we like got sucked into it. And I'm, <laughs> you know. Awesome. Half a box of Cheez-Its later, I finished it. So. Excellent. What about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, I d- did not finish it. Uh, I actually didn't even start it until like relatively recently. Uh, oh my god! But <laughs> I am about halfway through it, and um, as I was taking a look at to uh, write down some of the notes, I think I might have accidentally spoiled some information. So now I have to finish it before someone else spoils it for me. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm not finished with it yet. So, but we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit non-spoiler, and then we'll jump into some spoilers. But we'll try to keep those spoilers light, even though uh, we will be spoiling stuff because some of us haven't finished it yet. So, let's uh, just go around the room and, and see what you thought, Aubrey. You finished a season of something. You have to go first. <laughs> I know. I did. Isn't it amazing? I did. I did. 
Um, I loved this show. Absolutely loved it. I can't wait for season two. Wow. Okay. What about you, Tim? What did you think? Oh, I loved it. It was just, it was so well done, so different, so creative. It was just uh, X-Men meets Tim Burton, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, I just thought it was really well done. I loved it. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I, I'm i pretty sure I read the book at some point. I read one of the issues of the book. Um, but we did a review of Sci-Fi's Deadly Class a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't too, you know, it didn't really knock my socks off. This show from the very first, even halfway through the first episode, I'm like, this is amazing. This is, this might be a contender for one of the best things that Netflix has put out next to uh, Stranger Things and uh, Daredevil. So, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see how it plays out because so far it's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as all you guys. I think it's pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) I think that's about as much as we can say without spoiling it. So if you haven't watched yet, obviously there's four thumbs up here that are going to go right up your bottom if you don't get onto Netflix (laughs) and check it out. But Mark's going to drop the spoiler drop and we are going to talk a little bit of spoilers for the Umbrella Academy. Spoiler alert! I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. <laughs> For some reason, that spoiler alert ties into Umbrella Academy perfectly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. Sounds like a teacher I had in high school. <laughs> Being the future of me not graduating. Oh, geez. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so there, in your face, teacher. <laughs> took me 10 years when I graduated. <laughs> I've been going to this high school for seven years. I'm no dummy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my main question, um, and this isn't really a spoiler, but my main question is, where do you think they found a talking monkey? Because <laughs> I've been watching movies a long time. I know how special effects work. There's a monkey in a suit walking around talking, wearing glasses. And that's real. That's re- that really happened. I can't get over the the special effects for this this TV show. Netflix must have spent so much money on it. That's one of the things that impressed me right off the bat is how well it looks, how well it's directed. Uh, what did you guys think of all of the the actors? Because I thought everyone did an amazing job. Uh, let's start. Let's start with Tim. Yeah, the, my favorite was the um, was Klaus. Yes, he was. He was so funny and just so looked like he was having a blast with his character and that and. Uh, but I mean, everybody played their characters. I think really, really well. You know, very believable. And uh, like again, it was just great. I'm glad I finished it. Mm-hmm. All right, Aubrey. Who was your favorite out of the uh, the group of uh, superheroes? I guess you can say Klaus. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, he's dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> he's so mentally unstable. It's just right up my alley. <laughs> Let me fix you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah. Uh, Joey, how about you, man? Who was your favorite out of the group of kids? Uh, Ellen Page. No, no, seriously. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's wrong with her? I like her. No, I'm pretty sure if I dig through the archives, I can find some uh, reviews of X Men where Ellen Page did not exactly. Uh, I-, I didn't say she did a good job in X Men. <laughs> I said I like her. And she used to be my friend on MySpace. So. <laughs> Which one was she? She was Vanya, the uh, violin player. Oh, she. okay. I have a bad memory. 
I liked her in Juno, but I found her to be boring. <laughs> I think she looked really old, actually. <laughs> yeah. 2003 X-Men The Last Stand. Uh, Ellen Page ain't walking through that door, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I've seen her. No, I actually, I liked uh, number five. Number five was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with you. That's my favorite, too. I, thought I that... loved when he killed all those guys in the donut shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I'm kind of glad I didn't read the books um, because I would already have a preconceived notion of how these characters should be. Uh, but watching it on the TV show, I completely bought each one of those people as those characters. Uh, and I liked them for who they were, not for, oh, they're kind of like they're just like this person or they're not enough like these other characters. The uh, the comic's really good, but it's very arty farty. So it's like it's like dense. It's a very thick read. I don't okay. know if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. So you think this is more of a, a stripped down or more focused version of that story? It, I think it's made to be more entertaining to like a wider audience. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, I'm I'm still working my way through. There are some characters that appeared at the beginning that are not with the show anymore, and I was very heartbroken. When uh, certain characters uh, didn't make it, so to speak. So in in that aspect, I I do feel a little sad about halfway through the story. But what do you guys think of uh, the overall story arc? Um, uh, I don't know. Let's start with uh, let's start with Aubrey. I really liked it. Um, you may find at the end that some people in the beginning that disappeared yep. are come back. Oh yay! Um, I'm not sure who you're talking about, but 2003 Ellen Page. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, some people do return without ruining anything. Excellent. Um, and it's a much more complicated story than you are initially led to believe. Oh Jesus! All right, Tim. How about you, man? How do you feel about the overall story of the show? I I thought it was it was um, I guess it was heartwarming for me a little bit okay but yeah i i thought it was uh it there was so many twists that i was kind of like one thing could happen and the next that i kind of expected and all of a sudden oh my god so um i i i thought it was great is there any one particular thing that you absolutely loved about the tv show uh are we pre-spoilers or after spoilers (laughs) after spoilers but nothing past i know joey how far did you get don't worry about it. I read the book, so don't worry about it. <laughs> right, so I would say nothing past episode six for, for me, personally. Oh, so I, what did I love about it? Yeah, like absolutely love. Like something that you saw in the show, you're like, oh, man, I love that. Well, when when um, Vanya uh, got her full power, okay, you know, and, and the fight, I'll just leave it at that. But um, that, was, that was awesome. Nice. I thought that was great. So I won't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> But that was cool. And there's another part at the end of the movie, but I really don't want to reveal that because even I was like, I did not see that coming. So. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what about you? What is there something about the TV show that you absolutely loved besides uh, Klaus wearing a skirt? I loved everything with Klaus in it. He was just great. I love the progression of his character, though, because he begins as one thing and then ends a lot better off. And... The depth to his character, too. I mean, he each character, I think, becomes more and more 
involved than they originally were in the beginning. They're very simple. You know, here's number one. He has this care, this um, power. That's all to him. But then the more you get through the se- the um, season, the more in-depth his life becomes, the more complicated it becomes, the more involved it becomes. You see more and more layers to him the more as it goes. And that's with every character. Every character is that way. Um, there's not one person who is just clear-cut clear as they were in the first couple episodes. Um, so I really liked that. I was surprised I enjoyed this show as much as I did because I think I don't like my chemical romance. Okay. So I was like, oh, Gerard Way wrote this. That's unfortunate. It's going to be really emo and stupid. But then the more I watched it, the more I was like, okay, this makes sense. And I also think it helps at face value. He is very, like, he was in my chemical romance and everything, but he's actually married to the bassist from mindless self-indulgence. So I think that that kind of came into play too, like her input in it, uh, because you can see kind of the weirdness aspect to it that you don't really see from him as an artist. I could be totally wrong though, but I'll, uh, talk about his band aside he's actually a fucking phenomenal uh comic book writer he's a co-creator of penny parker who was in uh spider-verse the fuck out of here really yeah it's holy shit so mm. so joy what did you is there one thing that you absolutely loved or one thing that you can pinpoint that you loved about the TV <laughs> oh yeah show? yeah definitely the uh, and it's in the first episode actually oh, wow. <laughs> when they when they show up as little kids and stop the bank robbery yeah I was expecting them to stop the bank robbery, but it would be more heroic. Yeah. <laughs> and so they just fucking kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was th- that was fantastic. That that totally set the tone for what we're looking at going forward. I I thought that scene was just fantastic. I love the way they all look with the like Robin masks too. Yeah, yeah. they did a really good job with those. The white eyes. Mhm. Now, one of my favorite things about the show, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the characters, but it's the way that they introduce the title of the TV show into the scene. Like somewhere in the scene, there's going to be an umbrella and it's going to say the Umbrella Academy on it. And I think that's I just love that. I think that's so cool. Instead of just like regular title cards. I love the use of music in the show, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, I figured I foolishly assumed it would just be. The musical soundtrack by My Chemical Romance, like through the entire <laughs> TV show. But there's a nice little, uh, there's a nice little uh, variety of it. I, I did like the music. What you, well, what did you guys think of the music? I really loved the music. I couldn't believe they had. Uh, they might be giants when he was killing everyone in the donut shop. It's like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. All this, all the songs that they picked, like, really fit the scene, and uh, they were a lot of fun to to listen to. Me being my age, <laughs> thirty years ago, um, I, I, uh, a lot of those songs I, I grew up with, so that was great. Yeah, I'll, they I'll, had Queen in there. Oh, I was so yeah. happy about Queen. Yeah, that seemed like uh, like an expensive, uh, expensive get to have a Queen song in there. Eh, Queen's been everywhere nowadays. Yeah, it's a part heart Barracuda. Oh, they did. Yeah. That was awesome. Janine kept rolling her eyes because every song I, I knew all the words. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, surprisingly, no uh, real love by Mary J. Blige. That's what I'm. That's what I'm waiting for. They didn't 
didn't even have uh, family affairs. Every time I saw her, that's all I could think about. <laughs> I didn't even know that was her until I saw somebody said it or I read it somewhere. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, what what did you guys think of those characters of Hazel and Cha-Cha, uh, Tim? Um, I thought they were they were cool. It was, you know, they worked together good as a team, and yet they looked like they couldn't stand each other. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a, a love-hate relationship with guns. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what about you? How'd you feel about Hazel and Cha-Cha? I really liked their dynamic. It evolves again over the season. It changes. Um, And I really grew to like Hazel um, and it made him more human, I think. So I'm on. I was I didn't hate them and I didn't hate their side story. I actually really liked it. All right. All right. Joey, what about you, man? I just couldn't get over the fact that it was Mary J. Blige for like 15 minutes. (laughs) 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 But uh, once I I calmed down from that, I was just they were they were great. I, you know, everything in this show is just awesome, and it, it's it makes it a little hard to talk about. I think it's almost easier to talk about something that's terrible. Yeah, but everything is like perfectly cast. Everything looks great, sounds great. The show is fun to watch. It's really hard to not binge the whole thing. I uh, we only have one TV, so you know we all have to share it. <laughs> Oh, I hear so, you there. Yeah, and I've been so tired the last few nights from work that I haven't really been able to like stay up in the morning and watch stuff. So, yeah, you know, I've been watching episodes when I can. So, but it's it's hard. I don't want to shut it off, but it's not fair for me to bogart the TV for ten hours. But uh, it, it's very hard to, to say no to to next. You know, next mm-hmm. episode starting. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joy, how long do you think you'd be before you finish it? You think it might be a week, a couple of weeks? Maybe like I got a lot of shit going on this week, but maybe by the end of this week, I'll end have it week. done. Uh, right on, right on. Uh, you yeah. know what's really cool? Sorry, is uh, I was amazed. Speaking of effects, is the, is uh, Pogo that, that CGI? I'm assuming it was CGI. Was just incredible for a TV show for Netflix. Uh, I'm convinced it's a real monkey. Tell it's a real monkey in a I real suit. You know, I mean, it was just incredible. I, you know, like you said, they must have spent a boatload of money on this movie. I mean, on this show. So it's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I'll, I'll say about um, Hazel and Cha Cha is that I want donuts like so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never seen a show make donuts look so good before. Well, with Pogo, I want bananas. <laughs> I gotta say, I have been eating donuts a lot more lately while watching mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, I'm going to Krispy Kreme. I loved that shot where they were all dancing to uh, Tiffany, <laughs> and it yes. pulls back, and you can see each room in the house, and each one of them are dancing. Mm-hmm. That was and great. I loved. Uh, yeah, I loved uh, Ellen Page's awkward dancing. <laughs> <laughs> And you, when they pull back the shot, you can see like mom in a kitchen just like cooking something too. Like, That's right, dancing. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, there there was one one really cool shot um, in one of the first couple of episodes where uh, they're in uh, inside of their house. It has a bunch of different archways, and the way the camera is positioned, there's like one big archway and then a bunch of smaller archways underneath it, so it looks like an umbrella. And when I saw that, I'm like, man, they are. Really on top of their game in his oh, TV show. I have to go back and see that now. It's it's amazing. Like once I saw that, I'm like, all right, this this is on a whole nother level of quote unquote 
Netflix TV shows. This is awesome. Wow. Even though me and Joey haven't finished it yet, you guys want to give a rating for the show? Yeah, give a rating on a scale of zero to five, with five being the best. And then uh, let me know if you think, if you're, you would be excited for season two. Uh, Let's go with Tim. Yeah, I give it five umbrellas out of five umbrellas. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're all in for season two. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, putting Netflix up on a pedestal now. You know, I'm pissed about the Marvel stuff leaving, but you know, this kind of, this kind of makes up for it a little bit, but yeah, I'm definitely into uh, season two now. Nice. How about you, Aubrey? I agree. I gave it a five out of five, five out of five, and I am super excited for the next one. Mark Ellis. Uh, yeah, I haven't finished it. Uh, if it wasn't for this podcast, I would be watching it now. So thanks, guys. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I'm, so far I give it a five out of five from what I've seen so far. I want to see some more of Ben's character, number six. I want to know what his story is. Nice. Uh, I. I'm in the same boat as you, Mark. I haven't finished it yet, but based on what Tim and Aubrey are saying, I don't think it'll be a problem for sticking the landing. So I'll go ahead and just say five out of five. Bring on season two. Uh, I've never wanted to awkwardly dance to Tiffany more in my life. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad that we got a chance to watch the Umbrella Academy. I hope everyone out there checks it out because clearly it's pretty awesome. Let's go around the room. Let's get some recommendations and plugs. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners today? Oh, shit. What a baby. I recommend everybody go watch the Umbrella Academy. That's <laughs> all I've done all week. <laughs> what a great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, I suggest everyone check out the So Is There Podcast Facebook page because the Academy Awards are happening this week and I'm putting up all of my winners and I managed to... Uh, trick some other people into putting in their suggestions of who they think they're gonna is gonna win. So uh, it's gonna be fun seeing how we all did uh, as a report card for the Academy Award. So uh, yeah, definitely check out the Facebook page of Soul Wizard. Awesome. All right, Tim. Yes. Give us a recommendation, and then tell us where we could find one more time all the sour grapes that we want to see. All right. Well, I've actually been watching some new stuff. Been collecting my blu-rays and stuff and i watched death of superman and reign of the superman and i i thought those are really well done so i i would recommend those those are the animated ones yeah those are the animated ones yeah didn't you uh, see those mark yeah I, I saw those in the theaters um a couple of weeks ago uh, I, I, wish I i saw them in the theaters yeah they they actually looked really good in the theater i i thought it would lose some of the quality but yeah you blow it up pretty big it actually looks really good i really like the first one not too sure how I I'll keep my reservations on the uh, second one to myself. Um, I, and I recommend uh, animated uh, Marvel Spider Man, the new Marvel Spider Man. It's just the title is Spider Man. I'm really really liking that. This is like one of my favorite Spider Man animators that's been on TV lately. So I recommend that. And I saw a little bit of this new Star Wars Resistance animated. And uh, I'm really digging that. So um, I would recommend that. I would recommend Avengers 4 <laughs> Endgame, <laughs> which I'm like really excited for. So hopefully everybody is into going to see that. And uh, so that's my boring list. Uh, I, I don't think there's anyone who listens to the show that's not going to go see Avengers Endgame. I think everyone's ready and primed for right. that movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just excited for it. Well, as far as. Uh, sour grapes goes um just real quick i'm at 
the uh, Northeast Comic Con and Collectibles Extravaganza, March fifteenth through the seventeenth. That's in Boxborough, Mass. So if you're if you're there, I'll be in the artist's room. It's my very first uh, guest artist appearance, so I'm excited about that. So please stop by, and I think it's going to be a really a really good Comic Con this year. I'm at Kids Con on May nineteenth up in Nashville, New Hampshire. And a bunch of other stuff after that because it's a long list. So I've got a busy year. But And Sour Grapes, if you go on my website, uh, sourgrapescomic.com, again, you can see my social media links there. And uh, there's a, a page with a list of the papers that it's in. So maybe um, you're in an area that gets that paper. Please pick it up and let the editor know that you've read it. And hopefully you've liked it. And um all kinds of other stuff on the website that you can see. And uh, as soon as I get a link to this episode, I will be putting that on my website so people can listen to your great Soul Wizard podcast that I listen to every week Ooh, thanks, at, at work on my Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> so that, uh, that's about it. Sweet. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. We love sour grapes, and we don't just say that. We're not just telling you that. We actually do like it. Oh, cool. No, I see the <laughs> likes on on uh, Instagram and stuff. That yep. that really makes me feel good. So oh, really well, I'll it. stop then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll cancel the check. So, uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, I, I really appreciate that, and I hope you continue to read it, and I hope I keep pleasing people with my episodes excellent well i will recommend that everyone goes and checks out sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page movie reviews streaming picks so much more sowizardpodcast.com don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes and spotify check us out on the pulse podcast network don't forget our YouTube channel, new content there every Monday, straight from Adam Wallyhawk, as well as our Patreon. If you'd like to support us monetarily through Patreon, you can get extra episodes of the podcast every month. This past month in February was a double rewards month, and you got love advice as well as Markellis, Adam, and Amanda, serious movie Oscar talk uh, that one me and Aubrey had to sit out. I will suggest that you check out... I'm just going to echo Aubrey and say, watch Umbrella Academy because it's freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly have no idea what we're talking about next week on the podcast, but that'll do it for episode number 238 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I think we're alone now. <laughs> <laughs> the expert mr marquee marcellus reagans i'm telling you pogo is a real monkey until you can convince me otherwise wakanda forever and our special guest creator of sour grapes mr tim jones hey thanks for having me on and, and I, I, one of my favorite things of the show is the guy that says this anime belongs in the trash <laughs> i actually have a sound bite in my phone i've been pissing people off at work playing it all the time <laughs> so, but, <laughs> um, yeah thanks for having me on guys I really really appreciate it love the show no problem we're glad to have you here remember my friends future events such as these may affect you in the future good journey good journey